when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Welcome to Raptors Over Everything, a podcast for Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, Wayne Malou, and joining me on this week's episode, we've got a, we got a great guest, um, senior NBA insider for Yahoo Sports, Chris Haynes. How you doing? Hey, I don't, I don't know about, I don't know if it's a great guest in this, these neck of the woods, man. No, no. Listen, listen. We are, look, we already addressed it in the previous <laughs> video, which you can look for, but I guess, you know, for anyone who hadn't seen the video, we can address it here, too. Uh, I think Raptors fans are familiar with Chris Haynes. I feel like we got a love-hate relationship with you for some reason. Why is that? What did I do? Explain to me. Well, I mean, you did tell us on July 18th that uh, Kawhi had no desire to play in Toronto. Now, this was at the time of the trade, but it has come out since then. It has been on record, proven that you were indeed correct. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, I was fine with it, but I was just it, – it was just funny because – after every single game that Kawhi had a good game or did something amazing, mm. that tweet would pop up, and I would get certain notifications. Yep. And it, and the funny thing about it was it wouldn't just come from fans. It was coming from journalists. I'm like, verified people. And I'm yeah. like, hold on, what's what's going on here? Like, So I always wondered, like, where was that coming from? Like, was that that, that they didn't believe it? Or was it, you know, as you guys explained – Later, yep. like a, a, a rallying cry, like they're. I, I don't, I don't know. So I was just trying to get an understanding. Yeah, I mean, I I tried to explain to you that Toronto has a very petty energy. Like you know how Drake is very petty. Yeah. Like in that arena, that's twenty thousand Drakes, and that's then, how it is. and then yeah. in this city with like the greater Toronto population, everyone like that, it's like probably like six, seven million Drakes in like the that. city. That's how and it the, is. Okay. And the whole thing is, it's not just like uh, the Raptors are or, as an organization has sort of been on the outside looking in. You know, it's not necessarily been like a. Uh, I would say like a luxury market, despite the fact that it is a pretty great city. It's mm-hmm. just sort of, it's like the American Canadian thing. There's a whole bunch of things going on. Gotcha. So it's always about like the Raptors are on their dogs. So anytime anyone doubts us, you know, you know, people get uh, up and but, arms but, and but did I doubt y'all or was it? You were I just told, reporting facts. Yeah, I was just. You were just reporting facts. Why am I getting killed? Why am I getting ripped? I, I don't know. I think because I, you know what it is. You know what it is. I, I think some people picked it up and then said uh, he wasn't going to report to the Raptors. Yeah, and I think I've never, you know yeah, there's I, been situations like Alonzo Mourning in the past where it was like players got traded to Toronto. And they were like, I'm not even going. Yeah. No, I never. I've never reported that yeah. he was not going to report for camp. That's that was taking it um, too too extreme. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, listen. Welcome to Toronto. I hope people Thanks, are treating man. you well. The city's I'm treating good. you well. Stuff. No, I'm good. Game one of the NBA Finals just went down. The Raptors won. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, first off, what were your thoughts on game one? Because obviously, you know, there was no KD and the Warriors a little bit rusty, you know, coming off a couple of days. But, you know, from a Raptors perspective, I kind of looked at it as was the Raptors played their game and they just won straight up. No, they did. I mean, I I, I was I was a little surprised with the defensive uh, attack game plan and trapping Kawhi. 
clearly they're going to go into it uh, with the notion that we got to make everybody else beat us. Yep. And Milwaukee did that a little bit. I think Golden State's traps were a little bit more aggressive. Um, and so if Toronto can continue to get quality production from Mark Gasol, Pascal was just he was oh just, man Pascal he, he, he was just unbelievable. Uh, they got this as long as long. Yep. As Kev as Kevin Durant is out, that's yeah. that's it. Yeah, and that, and that's a big if. I and mean, we you know what though we've never been in the final situation where a guy like Kevin Durant, who is arguably the best player on earth, is coming back during a series. Yeah, I mean, but it we, just we, never happens. It, it never it never happens. Like this is you would never make the finals if KD's out. I mean, but with look, any other team. But think about it. Even though I know he hasn't had much of a role this season, but Demarcus Cousins, his first game back was yeah, <laughs> game one NBA Finals. Yeah, you know, so they they have a lot of star power um, still still on the men. But look, man, I was surprised what, what what Toronto did and the way guys stepped up, and it, it was I, I was I was I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised. Um, did you see this coming from Pascal Siakam? That what that, that game one performance or just his emergence this season? Just that game one performance, but also the emergence. No, I well game one. I mean, we 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 know he's capable. We know what he's capable of. Now. Right, right. But as far as the season, no, I didn't I didn't see that at all. You know, I I, right. I spoke with this agent Ty Ramasar before the season and he was just pumping them up to me. Yeah. Chris, he's gonna be legit. Mm-hmm. Chris, you might have to do a story. I'm like, ah man, I don't know, Todd. Like I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll see. Twenty seventh pick, yeah, New but, Mexico but State. Yeah, you know, like, like, come on now. I mean you those are the type of calls we get all the time. Yeah, of course. From agents. You know, hey, check him out, dude. Yeah. And he he was right on. Like I, I was caught sleeping. Like I didn't go to I didn't cover one Raptors regular season game this season because okay, a lot okay. of it was because, like, I didn't know. If Are you Kawhi- afraid to come to the border because of the tweet? No, probably <laughs> that. that. That was probably the main thing, you know, if I'm being real. But, you know, that and Kawhi, like, you just didn't know if he was going to play or not. Yeah, exactly. You're right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I didn't true. want, that's you true. know, and so that, that, was, that was the main factor. But, you know, I, I should have been, I should have definitely should have been in more Raptors games this year. Yeah. And the, the the crazy thing with Pascal was like none of us here saw it either. You know what I mean? Um, like, cause when he got taken twenty seventh overall, like I remember that like, the immediate reaction on draft night was like, "Who? Yeah. Who is this guy?" You know what I mean? Like people hadn't even heard of this guy. Like no one's seen him play basketball. Basically, I'll, I'll say you know? this just to show you the respect he has around his peers. It was a it was a playoff game. It was early in the playoffs. Go to State Warriors. I forgot who the, they might have been playing the Rockets. And um, Raptors game is on. Mm. Is on the TV in, in the in the Warriors locker room. The players are watching. Kevin Durant's on the floor, and he's just watching the game. And Pat, it was a couple sequels there. Pascal like did something like he yeah. scored a couple sequels, and then KD just out of nowhere was like, "That dude can't be stopped." And I knew Pascal had a great season. I was like, "You feel that way about him already?" You're right. He was like, "Dude, he can shoot. Yeah, he's long. Yep." He can dribble the ball, get to the hole. Yeah, he can't be stopped. And I was like, "Damn!" And so when he said that, I started like, "Wow, they really like, they really feel like he's like on star potential status right now." And yeah, I've um, when you got the respect of peers, that's saying a lot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I don't think realistically he's gonna be like a number one option mm-hmm. on like a like a championship contending team, but. I mean, at the same time, like I don't think anyone saw him as an ability as a scorer. Now, this is why I got to put you on the spot. All right. Did you vote for him most improved? Yes, I did. You did? Yeah. Okay, good. See, good, good. Yeah. 
should tweet that out there. Then, then Raptors fans, they, they, they ain't gonna change. They, they ain't gonna change anything because Uncle Dennis came out and said the same thing, and I'm still getting killed, man. So rap, I, I, but I, I understand the lay yeah. of the land around here, though. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a bunch of petty yep. people in Toronto. Yeah, that's good because I'm petty myself, so yeah. I, I get it. I just want to, I just, all I, all you just got to get on our good sides. You guys got to tell people more often that you voted Pascal most improved. <laughs> that, that's the next thing we're petty about. People are getting mad at D'Angelo Russell. I'm like, what? why? He's having a great year. It's why, just, why, why did he get mad? Oh, because he was in the – Because in the, it was just a conversation. But it yeah. wasn't even like he was doing But, no, nah, right? if you look at – I mean, you knew D'Angelo had potential. I mean, he what, what he averaged, like 15 the year before. Yeah. yeah. So, that's not like, okay. No, nah, there was – he should be unanimous. He should be unanimous. He should be. Yeah, Pascal, like, out of nowhere. I mean, like, game one, 14 of 17 from the field. Um, and, yeah, then to your point about, like, you know, players respecting himself, like, you know, immediate availability today, like Draymond was talking about, like, he really respects guys that have, you know, got out of the mud, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's one thing for you to come into the NBA with, like, every single skill possible. Like, you know, like, KD, when he came into the league, was like, all right, well, this is going to be a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's other players where it's, like, you know, uh, Dr- uh, you know Draymond's this way, I guess, too. But, like, you know, you look at uh, Pascal, like, he had to develop new skills. And it's the same thing with Kawhi. There's a kind of a, a strange little symmetry between the two of them just because expectations for those two guys coming into the league were basically both, like, 3 and D, good athlete, you know what I mean, could develop a jump shot, maybe you could do some things. And, like, you know, over time it's sort of like they just kind of redefine their own expectations. And I think that's those are the kind of players you respect the most. So, by and large, here in Toronto, do they view Pascal as being the second – Best player on the team now? Is he overtake Lowry? There's, like, the numbers people that will still say Lowry because Lowry's numbers are always – the Vance numbers are always, like, Kyle Lowry's, you know, this and this and this. Mm-hmm. But I think people know by now. Pascal's the second-best guy. Okay. Yeah. I just, wanted, I just wanted to see what the overwhelming view is. You know, I, look – But they take turns, too. You know, like in Milwaukee series, Kyle Lowry was the second-best guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really no, – I'm serious. Like, I'm really <clears throat> impressed with just the atmosphere here, man. Yeah. And, and it seemed like, you know, I was out – I know the fans don't have anything to do with the basketball game. Well, that's that's my belief. But I was just wondering. Like, I was looking at – I thought Golden State was going to get game one, first of all. Mm-hmm. And so I'm walking outside, and it's like three hours before tip. People are already going crazy yep. and lining up out there. And then you just saw it build. And I was like, damn, like – is this going to carry on inside? And it was even more. Yep. And I was like, damn, this is going to be a tough place for <laughs> to, yeah. you know, to get a win. Like, you, you think about all – every you know, usually when you talk about the, the best home court advantage, advantages in the league, Golden State is there. Yep. Portland is there. Uh, Houston at times. I feel like people like OKC a little bit. OKC. That, that college atmosphere. OKC yeah. college atmosphere is loud yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but shoot, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say right now, everything's going on. The buzz around the city, top two, yeah, Toronto, top two. It was good. All right, let, we talked about number of Raptors. Let's talk about the Warriors. I mean, in terms of adjustments, if you're Steve Kerr, you look at that film. What what concerned you the most about Game One, and what are you? locking into your team in terms of we got to fix this. I, I don't think there's much much adjustment that need to be made. I think Draymond said it best where he's – first of all, I, I applaud him for coming out and saying that, but he said he has to take Pascal out. Yep. I mean, it's on him, really. That's, it, his, that's that, his assignment. That's his assignment. But I think they focus they, – you know, they with their rotations, they focus a lot on Kawhi. And that kind of disrupts that. But they're willing to live with Mark Gasol shooting those jumpers. Right. And, at, you know, at a certain point, like, 
They want him to get encouraged and feel good about shooting those shots with the belief that the percentage was the percentages will come back in their favor. Okay. So that's their plan. And then Draymond wants to obviously limit Pascal. Right. So I think if they feel like if they correct those, then I think they feel like they'll be in good shape. I don't know if that's going to work, but right. I think I think that's their plan of attack. But look, I'll tell you right now, with, with Iguodala being hampered with that leg injury, mm-hmm. he he was Kawhi's primary defender yeah. for most of the game. So if he's not, if he's going to play, but if he's not able to give anywhere close to a hundred, that they're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, I think the Raptors are looking at it right now in terms of just, you know, it's an advantageous situation. You know, Boogie's on the men. Iguodala, I mean, I, th- I thought he was going to be healthy, but then you saw that layup at the end of the game one where he, it looked like he strained his, his left leg again. Yeah. So it, it doesn't look like that's going to be going away anytime soon. And obviously KD isn't isn't in until at least game three, as, as you reported, right? And even right? when he gets in, like, I don't expect him to be 100%. That's true. That's true. So I think the Raptors are kind of looking at it as, as as quickly as we can. Let's build up a big lead and force the Warriors to come back and make this huge, you know, comeback. Because look, the Raptors got home court advantage. You know, they got a couple of things working in their favor. No, for sure. Um, so Iguodala, he he's hampered. Boogie, what did you think of Boogie's game one? Like, because obviously he was only limited to eight minutes. Normally he would yeah. play more than that. Nah, he 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 was pissed after the game. He wanted more minutes. Okay, like he 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 was. He didn't want to talk, really. He he was pissed, man. I mean, he's a competitor. I love Boogie. But um, he was passive. He was passive down there. Like, when he did get the ball in the paint, he mm-hmm. was looking to make the kick out yeah. opposite side of the court. Uh, it was like he was trying to be Draymond and not be his, his dominant self. Because they're, they're going to need a paint presence yep. a little bit. Um, but he's trying to get, you know, it, he, he I th- you know he just wanted, he wanted such a – a massive role, I think one that he, he's just not ready for right now, right. and he he has to accept that. But if he can get going, he's gonna be, he's gonna give them a a great a great aspect on, on the offensive end. Um, so I just don't know if there's enough time, okay, to get him back acclimated the way he wants it. Do you think he would? There needs to be a conversation with Steve in terms of just like, hey, listen, you know, f- for this series especially in your current role. Like it's probably best if you can sort of do that six man kind of thing. It's kind of, or should they start him maybe? Because he's he's probably used to starting, getting his feet wet and stuff. It's not it's not normal for him to come in second quarter and then only play eight minutes. I I could see him starting. I can I could see them starting him at some point because if you look at their centers, it's always centered by committee. Yeah, yeah. So if if Cousins if he's having a bad three minutes, they'll plop Damian Jones, Kevon Looney, Jordan Bell, right? Quit with the quickness. But at this stage, like coaches don't like having those talks. About okay. it's the finals, you know what I mean? It's like, to focus on other yeah, we're trying to focus. Like, you gotta put your pride to the side. It's not about you, you know what I mean? So yep. they don't like having these talks right now. Uh, like, it's just get with the program. Okay, fair enough. Um, you you reported about KD status. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you said game three was possible, but game four is most likely. Yeah, he's had a couple of days in a row now where he's been able to get on the floor and do some work. I mean, you're right here. I'll just ask you. What's the state of Kevin Durant, and you know when do you when do you see him come back in the series, and when he does come back, sort of what state do you think he'll be nah, in? He'll, he'll be back towards the middle, the middle of the series, you know, out of three or four. Um, the Warriors feel like it's most likely four. Okay. Players feel like it's most likely. Not, I wouldn't say players most likely. Players feel like he could give it a go in three. Okay. Uh, just the way the, what they've seen him being been able to do leading up to this point. 
with that with all that being said, he's been out for a while. And yeah. Steve Kerr said, you know, with a calf injury, like once you re injure it, you gotta shut it down. Yeah. And so that that's that's the concern right there. He's not gonna be a hundred percent. He's not. And he playing like the Golden State Warriors, this is the best defensive team the Warriors have faced during their championship run. Yeah. When you look at the length, the versatility that the Raptors have at that end, so it's not going to be a cakewalk, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to say it's a foregone conclusion that the Warriors win if KD gets back because right now, man, the Raptors, they, they, they're not scared. They're not intimidated, man. I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, if you're, if you're KD, you come back – and the first thing you see after injury is Kawhi Leonard coming at you defensively. Yeah. Like that's first game. That's not easy. First game, you know, usually when the player is out for a significant injury, the the team will look to get them back on a cupcake day. Yeah. You know? Well, Phoenix Suns are in town. Cool. Yeah. Get out there. Yeah. Wow, this is <laughs> it's brutal right here. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I think you know, I think for the Warriors, like just based on the rotation, like you kind of need KD to come back in because one thing that kind of jumped out of me. From a tactical standpoint, is you know the Warriors are very famous for going small. Mm-hmm. They've done it very successfully. They've run centers off the floor, but then yesterday they played all forty-eight minutes with a center on the floor, and I think part of that, I was shocked. With that. The weakness came, you know, started showing up because Mark Gasol then comes up with twenty points. I was points. shocked with that. I, I I didn't think that Mark Gasol would be able to play in the series because I thought they would Same. speed it up because they did that in Portland. Yeah, I guess Portland they sped it up. Draymond was just. Playing that point four role, like I've yeah. never seen them play before, but they didn't do that. They they switched it up a little bit, and um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's early. These teams aren't too familiar with each other. They haven't played each other, you know. Even the times they played in the regular season, Draymond mentioned it. You know, Steph was hurt. He was hurt one time. Yeah, Kawhi I think sat out of the game. So you know, this is like a boxing match. They're trying to feel their way. Right, right, for sure. Um, we got to talk Kawhi. We got to talk Kawhi. I know we just talked right. Kawhi, but we got to talk Kawhi again. Um, you know, you spoke to Dennis Robertson, um, Kawhi's uncle, and um, you know, I mean, you got the story. I mean, first off, I think the one thing, at least from Raptors fans, that they took away most positively is about Dennis saying that Kawhi has spoken positively about Toronto. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think he went all the way in, in terms of he could have been more forward with yeah, the praise I mean, if he wanted to. But yeah. what was the sort of like the what's the sentiment there? Well, believe me, I asked. I asked about, you know, obviously I, I have a job to ask about what's his plans moving forward, free agency, things of that nature. Knowing good and well, he can't respond to that. Of course. He can't answer that. But so, you got to ask. Yeah, I got to ask. And I, I think he, he threw an olive branch. He threw something to where, what he could say about the the team. And, you know, he, he loves the city. Mm-hmm. Kawhi loves the city. And, you know, they've um, – they've, the Raptors organization have, have done everything that they promised. That's right. And it's been a, a – a, and it's been a – uh, that was the exact opposite from his experience last year in San Antonio. Right. But you know, but another thing, another thing is this: is the timing of it as well. Okay. You know, so you know they don't talk much at all. No. You know, Kawhi or Uncle Dennis, you, it's hard to get him on on record. Yep. To say something. So the the timing of that, if I'm a Raptors fan, I would be encouraged because you know they're feeling good. Okay. That shows they're feeling like, why else would you come out and talk? Yeah, that's true. Right that's now. true. You that's feel, true. You're feeling good about where things are staying right now. And, okay. 
you know that you know he used the term validated. It was like you know validation. So I take that as you know validated with the the move that the, they made in requesting the trade, right? And also validation and and ended up making this work situation work here in Toronto. Yep. So I I, I think it was all positive, and you know obviously he can't say some things. It's in June, but you know that all of that is encouraging. Did he? sort of maybe shed light on the fact that I think some people are worried about Toronto in the sense that like, you know, it there might not be the same marketing or business opportunities in Toronto as compared to something like LA where it's like the media capital of the world and things like this, you know, like, I don't know. I think over the last couple, I mean, you just, you just seen in the last couple of months, like first off, Kawhi has had more endorsements yeah, and, he, and more I, visibility I, I in see, Toronto. I see more of him now than I did in San Antonio. That's true. But that was San Antonio. But, I mean, if he goes to a place like L.A., like, you know what I mean? Is there going to be the same opportunities? And, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm just thinking out loud here. But the like same opportunities. The same man. ones. When you're at a certain point, you get the same. As, as a player, you get the same opportunities. I, I get that. I just don't I just don't think Kawhi is worried about that. You know what I mean? I mean, like, for God's sakes, he signed with New Balance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not, not to disrespect. He got me to buy a pair. Hey, so. you know, no, he got it. <laughs> okay, well, it's working. It's yeah, working. It's like, so, you know, I'm not – that's not the diss them or the, you know, dis, the, dismiss the shoe. No disrespect to that company. You know, I hope they, you know, New Balance and um, Puma. Because I got, I got some New Balances and Pumas okay. in the mail a couple day, uh, a couple weeks ago. So, hopefully they, they make a comeback and able to thrive. But I, I'm just saying, like, he could have signed with a, with a, with a big – uh, he could have went Adidas. He could have went uh, Under Armour. You know, a, sure. a brand that's considered to be, uh, you know, up there. But he he doesn't care about that stuff. I, I think really, really for him, it's about being comfortable. Yep. And happy. Really, that's that's all. That's all. I th- that's all I think. And I think with what this run or what what he's bringing the city, the organization, the love he's getting, the trust. Mm-hmm. He, uh, that they've earned and just handling his whole process all year. You just can't dismiss that. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, I mean, there was that, that clip that came around of, you know, Dennis hugging Masai after game yeah. seven. I mean, whatever. You, you just won game seven on like a ridiculous shot. You're going to hug everyone around you. And then there was a clip of uh, his sister. Uh, I, I saw that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that no, too. No, but, but, but I brought that up because it's like every little thing – Every little thing blows up and make it making it into something that it's not. But that you know, that's just a social media. That's area. true. That's true. Um, all right, I gotta ask you too. This uh, this media basketball game you're putting on. Are you playing? No, I'm not playing. I have no game. But but hold on, I think that's most media. So you you blend in. I was gonna say no because I remember. All right. I remember watching a couple of years ago. You had you did a one on one video with Will Barton. Yeah, I played a one on one, and I was like, Chris could actually play. I played college ball. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about that is, is you know, so I was covering the Blazers at the time. Yeah, and Will, for some reason, you know how players they always get on media. You know? Yeah, of course, how, of course. How, how can y'all write about basketball? Y'all ain't played. I'm like, hold on, man. I played. Where you play at? I ain't, I'm like, I played at D two school. I played. Yes. Let me see your highlights. Let me see your highlights. Well, I pulled up my phone. Okay. Showed them highlights. You you really got highlights on YouTube. I, you mean I can find yeah, this? Yeah, you can find it. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And um, showed, you know, showed me dunking and everything. And Will was like, oh, it was just fast break dunks. 
I'll stop you. You wouldn't. You wouldn't score on me. I'm like. I said, Will. Look. I'm like. Look, man. I understand you're an NBA player. Yeah, yeah. And I respect that. Sure. So he came up with the idea. I'll give you ten opportunities to score on me. Yeah. And I won't play. He said he won't play offense. He's just playing defense. And he said you wouldn't score on basket. I said, Will. Look. I respect you. You're an NBA player. But I was a scorer. Yeah. In college. Yeah. You give me 10 opportunities, you are not shutting me down 10 straight times. And it got to this big old, you know, it made a big, you know, he made a big deal about it in the locker room with the players. And mm-hmm. soon it got out to the public. So we're like, man, we going to shit. We're going yeah, to broadcast you, this thing. You, you got to do, do it at that point. Broadcast. And so I scored three times out of 10 on him. Like, hit, you know, end up hitting uh, my second shot. That's pretty good. Jumper right in his face. Yep. Right in his face. And, you know, like, I'm not saying. Anywhere I'm nowhere near the class of Will Barton, but I played the game. Yeah, yeah. So you not stopping me ten straight times. Period. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say because I, I remember when that video came out, I was like, Nah, I'm 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 gonna duck out of this game. But I was gonna ask you, like, uh, it seems like you got a lot of interest in that game. It was crazy. I didn't I didn't expect it. Uh, can you shed light on who's participating in the game and whether or not it's gonna be live streamed? Because I think there's a significant interest in uh, people it, watching this thing. It will be live streamed. Um break out the list so initially you know we we you know we organize these runs every finals and usually we get about 15 maybe 17 guys max that's it yeah because it's it's hard during the final especially in the bay area everybody is located everybody most of the media go and stay in, in the city in san francisco yeah and sometimes we might get the gym in walnut creek or somewhere far and Okay. It's, the traffic is just, it's just bad. Okay, okay. So it, it's, it's tough for guys to get there. So that's the reason the numbers are typically low. But, the you know, this company that I'm doing it with, you know, they're going to provide transportation back and forth. Okay. And so, you know, I put that out. I was thinking I'm just going to get I – don't, I don't know what I was thinking, but I just felt like that would be the fastest way to get the word out. Hey, we can take care of you. Man, I got over 100 responses. Yep. I tried to limit it initially. Not limit it, but – Keep it, you know, get all the regular NBA media who, you know, who usually uh, participates, get them in. And then after that, once they're in, once they want to play or not, then I add the regular, all the other media that just right, comes uh, yeah. to cover the event. And so I had to, I had to cap it at 40. Okay. It was, I had to cap it at 40. And so to ask you a question about names, let's see. Stephen A tweeted at me. I, I, I invited him. Okay. He, he, I mean, I want to break out that tweet. Yo, there's a video on YouTube of Stephen A. draining jumpers before our OKC game. Was that when James Harden was throwing them? Uh, he was like in a suit and stuff. And he was he was making like a suit, decent huh? amount. Yeah, he's making a decent <laughs> amount, like suit, dress shoes, everything. So that's, oh, that's not easy. No, no, Stephen A. and he has elevation on his jump shot. Like he's a yep. He 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 gets up on his jump shot even for an old man. So I give him props with that. But he tweeted, so I, I text him, you know, gave him, a, um, here it is. I text him, just, you know, send an invite, uh-huh. waiting for a response. He texts me, check Twitter, bro. That's my response. I'm like, what are you tweeting? So I go back. His tweet read to me, hell to the gnaw, Chris at B. Haynes. I haven't played in three years, and you just going to drop this on my 50-year-old ass. Just because you walk around wearing sneakers with those damn suits all the time doesn't mean the rest of us do. I am not playing. Hell no. Uh, that's unfortunate. That's what Stephen A. Come on, man. Come on. Uh, but no, I mean, so some of the, some of the, um, you know, I got my guy Vince Vince Goodwill, my yep. Yahoo Sports colleague. 
I got Tim Bontemps from ESPN. I got Ethan Strauss from The Athletic. I got Sam okay. Mamick from The Athletic. I got Nate Duncan from the Patreon. Who Nate Duncan? I heard he could play. He because he he's ball. he's like tall. He's tall. He's six six. Um, he can dunk still. Mm. Um, I got Logan Murdoch. He can he can hoop it from NBC Bay Area. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. Who else? I'm trying to throw How else. are you bringing up those teams too? Is it like area specific? No, nah, I'm gonna just. Uh, so we don't have a Toronto I, I, team. No, nah, I didn't. You know, well, you know what? So it's funny. Speaking of Toronto, so somebody from Toronto. I'm not gonna mention his name. Somebody okay. from Toronto. People love media beats. No, hey, so, so, so somebody in Toronto, they they committed. Okay, I had him on the roster. Uh huh. Then I, word got out that it's going to be live stream. Oh, and then he pulls out. Wow! And says, "Hey, I didn't know it was going to be live stream. I don't play that well." I'm like, "Hold on, this is media members. Yeah, like, who this cares? Is, yeah, this Yo, is like, on, like, it, it, is it like? Do you think because if people feel that you're not good at basketball, that your reporting is not going to be yeah. credible? Like, I don't oh. understand. And I've gotten, you know, I've gotten, you know, texts from players. I'm not going to say their name. Texts from players. Like, as soon as I put that tweet out. About you know the, the, this game, mm-hmm. I'll show you real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know this is not good for live uh, no, a good. live podcast. It's coming but out, don't worry. Here you go. So, oh man! So as soon, oh man, man. So as soon as soon as that <laughs> that that tweet, I mean that tweet went out about this event. Yeah. I had players hit me up like, "Hey, yep. I might show up." Mm-hmm. Well, where's the live stream? So. It's just a fun. This is a fun yeah, opportunity. Yeah. Like, don't take it too seriously. Like, we're just having fun, and, yeah. and you know, m- m- most of these people they know we can't play. You know, yeah, that's I mean? why we're so, media. Yeah, that's why we're media. You know, so yeah. it's not. You know, just have fun with it, man. Don't take it too seriously. All right, I'm gonna look forward to watching that live stream and probably jipping some people. You know, <laughs> you probably will. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, circling back to <laughs> the finals and stuff like that. I mean, after Raptors take game one, you know, just you know. Where do you sort of see the series, you know, wrapping up? If KD doesn't come back until Game Four, let's say the Raptors take a two zero lead, which is possible mm-hmm. with home court and everything like that. You just described, you know, the the atmosphere in the in the building is crazy and stuff like that. You know, Game Three that's going to be real a real difficult just because they're going on the road. I, you see, this Raptors team is not the old Raptors teams. They're not yeah. going to get flustered. You know, they're going to be competitive. There's mm-hmm. a chance they might go up three nothing. And at that point, if KD comes back and he's not 100, percent you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk you into my raps of five, no, you know, you, church here. Like you got to come join the raps of five. I'm, I'm here, amen. I'm here. I'm in the service. Yeah. I'm in the service. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, but you see, it's, it's possible. It is. It's very unlikely, but it's possible. It is. It, it, I mean, it's it's one game at a time. But look, and that's why I say like how 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 Toronto fares. Like, if they go up too old, man, like. I think that puts more urgency on KD to come back yeah. sooner, like, for that game three. Mm-hmm. Um, I know game four will probably be more, more ideal for everybody within the organization, but look, man, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. The Warriors have never lost the first game never. in this run. So that's saying something. Yeah, and it was like 12 th- straight game ones. And this is the thing, too. Everybody was talking about, hey – Go to state. They don't need KD. They're back yeah. to their 2015 ways. The core is still Steph, Draymond, and Clay, which is true. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you right, 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 one thing that you're overlooking. This team has the weakest depth that it's had during this whole championship. That's true. Run. That's true. And so when you look at look at look at the last game, look at game one. You know, Steph had 34. 
Yep. Clay wasn't efficient, but I think he had 21. Yep. That's Nobody pretty good. Didn't, but there was a drop off after that. Yeah. So even if even if Clay and Steph get you 60 combined, it's not enough. Yeah. There's there's no legitimate a reliable third option yeah. if Kevin Durant's not there. And for this Toronto Raptors team, yeah, they're good defensively. Yeah. They're you, really you, good. You're going to need a third option. Yeah. So that's where that's where KD is desperately needed mm-hmm. and we have to remember for Golden State. I think everybody just took that narrative of they can just do what they did in previous years without them. That was Portland. That was the Portland Trailblazers. And that was a banged up Portland Trailblazers. It was a bang. A- exhausted. That, exhausted. At that. Yep. Exhausted. Banged up. And it was the Portland Trailblazers. Yep. The Rockets were the true, we yep. talk about from a competitive standpoint, the true yep. Western Conference Finals matchup. Yeah. So I think people saw what they did to Portland and thought that this can be sustainable. But Toronto is not Portland. Yeah. No, that, that's definitely. And look, I think for KD, in terms of just, you know, I think, I mean, you know KD way better than, you know, anyone else in this room. But, like, you know, KD does care about sort of the conversation around him and sort of his legacy, and he's sort of shown that. I mean, if he comes back and he changes the series and the Warriors are in this big hole and then KD comes to save them, that's like the perfect situation for KD. It's the perfect situation for KD, and it will be the worst nightmare for NBA fans. Because yep. they want to see him leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a Raptors fan. I'm loving this. This is a very competitive yeah. series. Yeah. I haven't seen a competitive NBA Finals since 2016 before KD got there. So, you know, I prefer one way or the other. But, I mean, this would be great for KD. This would be great it's, for it's KD. All, it's all the stage is set. The yeah. stage is going to be set. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to how it shakes out. What, okay, what, what was your pre- official prediction coming into the series? Did you give one? Warriors in six. In six. Did, did that game one change anything for you? Yes, it did. What did it change? Shoot, change everything, man. I didn't think. I, look, really? I'm, I'm used. Okay. Look, I covered. I covered. I was gonna say you were around the Warriors a lot, but to, no, I was. But I covered. Remember, I covered the Cavs for two years when LeBron oh, went yeah. back. Yeah. So I'm used to seeing the same old Raptors mm-hmm. team yeah. floundering at the end. Like I'm used to it. Just seeing it. Used to it. Yeah, yeah. And I know they got. You know, I know it's a swap for Kawhi and DeRozan, but you know, I'm used to seeing Kyle Lowry crumble but now there's a different person who's occupying that that second that second um um second tier option in, in pascal and Kawhi is a top three player so it's a different team so I, I i thought i guess i thought maybe the raptors would show themselves again uh to to what they were but they're different. I and the atmosphere, man. And like I said, I can't yeah. keep I can't keep talking about that enough. I was blown away. I was standing and like just watching the anthem, and I was like, "This is a moment. Like it's a moment." And like whatever, you're you're in NBA arenas all the time. The yeah. anthem, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're not trying no, to like, trying to do other things. You know, know what I mean? But like I had to stand there and just watch, and it was just it was and, beautiful. You got to soak it in. And that's why I don't put much stock into fans. And you know, I get arenas got teams have to do that. The fan is the what is it, the twelfth man or whatever they call them. You know, but that was different. Yeah. And there was a real vibe, a real feeling that you could just feel, like, and it was thick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Damn, like, shit, like they really, they really got an advantage here." Yeah. Like, I still didn't know if Toronto was going to bring it. Yeah. So my, it has changed. I'm not saying that. I, I'm not saying I'm still picking Toronto, but um. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Obviously, game two is going to dictate a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah. And and listen, you know what? In terms of dynasty teams, like, you never see it coming when it when it just like it falls off a little bit. And I'm not saying the words are gonna fall off. These guys are young, they're in the mm-hmm. primes. They obviously they can rebuild a team a little bit, but you just never see it coming. No one saw twenty fourteen coming. But let you me, know what I mean? But let me let me tell you this as well. Just think about the, the storybook ending that this can have. Masai Ujiri takes a chance, trades one of the most beloved stars in the franchise history, a star who loves Toronto, yeah. wanted to stay. Yeah, something repped that's, it. Yeah, repped it. Something that's different from any other player that y'all had here. Four, he traded him for a player who didn't want to be here initially. Yeah. Then goes through the season, great success, knocking down barriers that they, they didn't get, you know, haven't got to previously. And then to top it off, knock off a dynasty. Yeah. Like that's a story, bro. Yep. Like that's that that shit just came on mind right now. Like that's you write, some, write the book right now. That's I'm the, buying that book. Well, I got I, that ending is important, so I I gotta wait a little bit. But the, you think about all that, uh-huh. all of that, and then add in you know the whole Demar Masai drama that went on after that. Yep. Demar, I don't know if you saw my interview with Demar. It was right after the trade. You know, you oh, felt yeah, that like was also you. yeah, that was me right there. Jeez, oh, you're and everywhere. so. You know, he felt pissed. He felt like yeah, uh, Masai lied to him. Mm-hmm. And so you add all of that. It's coming full circle. And they go through all that to knock off the dynasty. Yeah. Man, that would be a powerful right, book. You got me hyped. You got me hyped. I'm buying this book. All right. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Um, you know. By the way, listen to Post It Up. Your podcast. You just had Adam Silver on. I was just listening to it the other day. Oh, thank you. It's a great interview. I thought you hit him with a couple of hard questions. Yeah, I mean, look, I I felt like, you know, some of those questions, I feel like just being one of the few people of color in the media, like I had an obligation to ask, you know, some questions about that. Especially the fan engagement thing. Yeah. That that, that is a bubbling issue for sure. And that's something that players, I asked a couple of players, you know, any burning questions, that was like one of the main ones. But no, I, I was just. I like to see Adam in, in a different light, and I think um, people check it out if they want to see it on YouTube or just the audio. Like Adam shows some personality, has some jokes about the Lakers, yeah. man. So no, I, I I please encourage everybody to check that out. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, hey, R- Toronto, I love y'all. Check it out, please. C- give give bro some love. I got number love for for the, for the six. I, I I do. Come on now. I can see the sentiment changing. 
I can see the sentiment changing. We're not, we're, we, we'll, we'll always have that one tweet, but <laughs> I mean, now that we know that you voted Pascal most improved, now that you're telling us Raptors have a good oh, chance man. here in the finals, Come you know what I mean? So, I'm good, people. All right. Thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you again to Chris for coming on the show, and uh, I'll be back after game two for the Reaction Podcast. Thank you. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.